forever. Dog. Wait, did we miss Selection Saturday or something? Um, as of this episode, Selection Saturday has occurred. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened. A movie was chosen, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, either a movie was chosen. Uh, or I didn't get enough votes Wait, why in time. Wait, why you speak so... Please speak plainly. We're recording in advance, and he didn't do it yet. I haven't done it yet. We're recording in advance. It happened on uh, last Saturday, the 12th, and... Which didn't happen yet. Which has not happened yet. But presumably oh, it happens. Brett, I understand. Okay, got it. Got it, got, Julie, it, got it. Julie, I want you to wrap your head around this. We're in the future. We're in the past. We're in a wor- we're in a I wormhole right honestly, now. Honestly, I cannot. This is like it's like Looper. This is Brett. This is like Brett to the future. Here we can admit that a podcast gets recorded days before it airs. The illusion of, oh, I'm telling you this on Monday the 14th, and you think it's got to be like, oh, I got a smart audience, Brett. You know what it is? The the concept of it is confusing in its own right, and then combining with a a pre-record versus when it comes out is just incomprehensible. It's right there in the this name, guy. Selection Saturday. It this tells you guy, when, it tells you what. This guy I wasn't built, sure if yeah. it was this past Saturday. Yeah, this guy builds a, this guy builds a, the trickiest thing I ever heard of, and then, so he, then he decides today to- Could not be simpler. Add the element no, of time it could, travel it could be, to it. No, it could be so much simpler. This is how it could yeah. be simpler. You could say, I'm watching a movie on Saturday the 12th. See you then. Oh, well, yeah, Julie, you can't watch a movie on Selection Saturday. Well, that's insanity. <laughs> Selection Saturday, Let's two p.m. Pacific Wednesday. time. I go into a, a a location in L.A. that's that sells or rents videos. I, mean, I pick three. Yeah, 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 I yeah, post them know, online. We, we know, you vote. We know. Yeah, we know. First one to get but ten votes question, gets selected. My question is: Cut two. Watch when you on Wednesday. Chose your nickname Hellglaze. I don't remember. Was it one of our one of the listeners? One did? of the listeners chose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who now, did, that that heroic person was. Feel free to did, identify. Yes, heroic. Heroic is a word that gets tossed around a lot, and it's only meaningful when it yeah. occurs to act when it refers to actual heroes, such as the person who gave you the nickname Hellglazer. Yeah. And my point is that you're as complicated as that stupid box in that movie. Yeah, I gotta Thank say, you. Brett. You're welcome. Your selection thing was your movie watch along, which should be a a simple concept. Little Lord watch along is the blanket term for Mm -hmm. for for what encompasses selection Saturday and watch along Wednesday. Yeah, wish I had a blanket term for (laughs) the blanket. I'm going to smother myself with. Smother myself. By the way, Julie. Speaking of Hellglazer, thank you so much for that beautiful custom uh, ice dye. Uh, oh, that says Hellglazer on it. I've been wearing it around town proudly. My pleasure. And Tom, yes. I have something coming for you that you are going to be very, I hope, excited about. Well, I cannot wait. And Julie, I only can. First of all, let me just say, welcome Hello. to Battle Threat. Hello. And I want to say to the audience, this is Julie. My name's Tom. Hello, uh, Levin. 
Hello, Devin. This Devin. is how we're going to start greeting each other Hello. every episode now. Yeah. Hello, Devin. But Hello, Devin. Is, if I yes. could have the floor for a moment to say something. You could have the floor and two of the walls. This week, Bob Dylan said it best when he said things done changed. And uh, on his hit album that he released on 9-11. Um, oh. I just want to say. The month of July ended, August began, and I thought yeah. I knew Julie Klausner. Oh, God. Tom, no one knows me better than you. But uh, apparently not, because on Friday, everything changed. It changed because of this. Play it, Brett. Oh, you Julie oh, has a hit, hit of the summer. Out. Song of the summer. Oh, you two are so Here we go. It's me, Clarice. First of all, friggin' Buffalo Bill. I just want to say thank you so the much. The voice, the voice. Sorry, Brett. That's it. See, he, see, this is Julian. You Brett fades down your song. Other things, he just stops hard. Like boom, he's in. DJ, he's in. Uh, yeah. He's in AM Gold mode. Julie gets extra. Not this everybody song, gets extra. This song, Silence. You like it, Tom? I don't like it. I love it. It's you do? A, I do. I love it. It's amazing. It's. Do you like the production value? It is the production value. We were going for like scope. an early 80s rock vibe. You nailed no, it. The scope of thank it. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. It is. You are too kind. No. This is huge praise for me because here's the thing. Tom, you are a music mm -hmm. man. I am the music man. You're the music man. He's the what? He's the what? He's the music man. Yeah. I am the music man. I wish I knew more about what happens in the music man to join along with you. But I'm <laughs> the music man. Trombones. I know he collects trombones or something. He collects trombones, mm -hmm. which were made from his victim's bones. Made from my victim's bones. It's my big trombones. But that's his song. You're the music man now. No, no. You're the, you're you're the music Phillips. man now, dog. You're Captain Phillips. I, I'm... You're far, I'm, finding I'm far a captive, end. I'm a captive audience to your praise yeah. because no. it means everything to me. Well, I'm just going to say this song is a freaking home run. The video Thank is you, a freaking home run. Thank you, my you friend. You can listen to it as a song. You can listen to it with the video, but you got to listen to it. That's the whole thing. Thank Links in the so show notes. Much. Go watch it on YouTube. Buy it on Bandcamp. Oh, thank you both. Support a real so, artist for once. I so knew, damn much. I knew you were capable of just about anything. But Which you, is what you told the cops yes, when um, when they were questioning when they were questioning you about. And I just want to say a couple of things about the giveaway I organized this Friday, uh, this past week in Union Square. Mm -hmm. Now, I, as, as you know, a very generous person. They yes. called me Santa Klausner. Yes, we do. And I said, I have these five video game consoles mm -hmm. and I know the address of the whole foods mm -hmm. and what could i do to jazz up people's day next thing you know i'm arrested my friends are being questioned yeah um what else happened that's all what you drinking glug glug <laughs> well i want to shout out can i really quickly shout out another there was another hey, 
that? You all right? I'm kidding. No, I'm pretending to cough. Oh, boy. There was another influencer, too, that's getting burned. These influencers are getting burned left and right. I saw mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah. Beast Mr. Beast today got sued for $100 million for that bur- Mr. Beast? burger fiasco. Oh, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast is this guy who... He gives away money, right? He gives away money. <sighs> sort of. How come you don't give me no money? If you're willing to like dive in a know. toilet head first, he'll give you some money. I don't know. It's toilet a, head it's first? Which toilet? What? How much money? My head's already in the toilet. Julie <laughs> literally and her, switching Julie my hair shoving around. shoving each other out of the way <laughs> to get our heads in the toilet. And then suddenly we're I've like, my- we need help. Both our heads are stuck <laughs> in the stuck same in the toilet. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile i'm like is there a mrs beast yeah here's what he does it's like if you basically yeah if you like if you're willing to like recreate that toilet scene from train spotting he'll give you like he'll give you a uh you know six figures but it's in mr beast bucks and you can only spend it on mr beast burgers he's a he's i i'm not in on mr beast he's a he's a and what are the mr beast con man with a weird smile it's a great question who who are the Mr. Beast burgers Mr. made out of? Mr. Beast bur- burgers are made out of people. I thought you were doing the end of L.A. Woman. No. I <laughs> thought you were like, Mr. Beast has burgers. Mr. Beast has burgers. Ba-doom, boom, ba-doom, boom. Mr. Mr. Beast has burgers. Beast has burgers. So this guy, Mr. Beast, he fancies himself to be like the magic Christian. Mm-hmm. Do you know With what Rico that is? Star? I do. It's the uh, movie that broke up the Beatles. It's a book yeah. first uh, written by Terry Southern, but oh, sure, it? it's a movie. Yeah, let's say it's a movie also. No, it's watch a book. that on Watch Along Tuesday. Yeah. Brett, watch the Magic Christian. Maybe. Maybe that'll find its way off of a shelf into my hands onto social media at Double Threat Pod and then into Watch Along Wednesday. Yeah. Could so not be simpler. Mr. Could not be simpler. You're absolutely, I couldn't agree more. So, what happened with Mr. Beast? So, he, um, he, started these like so he's always got schemes going right this guy wants to have all the money in the world he wants he wants every single amount he wants all the currency in the world to flow through him i think is the end so game so he here. can give it away he's so a kind he started this burger right? chain he started a burger chain uh and he opened up the first one in this mall and it almost started a riot here let me see if i can if i can Are you serious? i think it did start a riot yeah let me let me because, see uh, were they free burgers or something? yeah the only reason you didn't hear about that because it happened at a mall in the midwest with a bunch of white people so it doesn't show up on the you know it doesn't right, get the right, same right. press it, you don't it's see a, them it's like just a it's just a, sa- a saucy crowd it's not a it's not a riot well, they were full of burger sauce special be- special beast sauce yeah. What's in the beast sauce? Nobody wants to know. Please, my father is Mr. Beast. Call me disgusting. He loves. Well, well, well hold on. So he has a burger place that was in the Midwest. Does he have one out here in Los Angeles? Um, I think that's the other influencer. That's um, that's uh, the one ne- that, that one numbskull has a pizza grinning, place. That little grinning creep. What's his name? Um. David Dobrik. David Dobrik has a pizza place. He has out a here. pizza place on on Who's Sunset da- I Boulevard. I don't think I know David Dobrik. There Good was a you. Salt Bay oh. burger place on Park Avenue for a hot minute. Julie, wait till you meet David Dobrik. He's a fun guy who 
swung his friend. Well, first of all, it's great to know that Brett considers New Jersey to be in the Midwest. Uh, all right, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not solid on all the details here with the Mr. Beast Burger thing. Uh, you want to look at my globe? I got a globe yeah, behind me. Yeah, I'm talking off the top of my head here. This Half YouTuber, of this is probably this wrong. This video, this YouTuber's first burger joint causes chaos in a New Jersey mall. And then you see him. He's, which which, which mall New Jersey was mall was it? Do we know? Which mall is that? Is that Palisades. It's got a yard house. It's three stories. Could be the Palisades Mall. If it's Palisades. It would have the. Is that the one with the? Uh, Look at this guy. I'm thinking of Short Hills. Never mind. It's in the Short Hills Mall. No, I was thinking of Short oh. Hills when you said Palisades. I was thinking oh, yeah. of a specific no. like Short Hills Mall would never allow really this nice monster. One. In. No, 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 no. So this dipshit gets money, and then somehow American. Oh, this is the mall that's set up. Oh, this is the 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 mall that's been. Waiting to open for years in New Jersey. Oh, is this where um, Xanadu? So, is this that part off of the? Sorry to be like a cliche, like off the freeway or whatever. But like, there's like all yes. this um, empty space, and there's like an amusement park that hasn't quite opened That's exactly yet. It. A, That's it. Over okay, by, I know exactly like exactly where that is. As if you were going toward the Lincoln Tunnel. Exactly. I've passed it, mm. and every time you pass it, it's just like a funny like, oh, this is a. Uh, it's like it's like the geographical equivalent of like Chris Christie. Like it's like yes. a two, TK, like to come. Mm -hmm. It was it's the it's the mall that was supposed to open with the ski. Uh, yes. yes. Like the skiing in it. And then it just was it was unopened for years. It's next like to the, the field of empty promises, which is actually completely appropriate considering what happened. Yeah. And now but I guess now it's open and now. So Mr. Beast initially, Mr. Burgers. Beast, apparently earlier this week, Mr. Beast sued the the company doing the burgers in his name. He sued them because he said they were focusing more on the brand and not enough on the quality of the food. Oh, of course. And we have no, a picture that. here of that. Yeah. Uh, and then they have now countersued Mr. Beast for $100 million, saying that he has not lived up to his contractual obligations. I'm going to sue both of them. Mm -hmm. So it's a big Beast Burger sue off. And we'll see who uh, comes out the winner. That is supposed to be a beauty shot of food, and it looks disgusting. It looks like a pile of, um, like the like what happened to those those fries? Those mm -hmm. fries look horrible. They're like big crinkle, big fat crinkle cut fries. Mm. But they've got like way too much orange. Yeah. And there's ketchup at the bottom of the shot, which is gross. Some of them are in ketchup. It looks like a single-cell creature's climbing out of the ocean. I don't think that middle burger has a top bun. It doesn't. That middle burger's not a burger. It, th this is like a club sandwich when there's like the orphan mm -hmm. sandwich in the middle. Some of the ingredients I see on the bottom burger looks like that's an egg at the bottom. Am I wrong? It's a hard-boiled egg. Well, seriously, is that a, is that a fried egg on the bottom? I can't. I can't it's hard to say. There's. I mean, it could, be, it, it could be iceberg lettuce. Yeah, it could be really crappy really iceberg white. lettuce, like the like the garbagiest white iceberg lettuce you can get. This almost looks like a leaf of basil poking out here. I don't know what the hell's in these sandwiches. Basil faulty. He's coming back. Can't wait. Is he? Oh yeah, they're can't doing wait. fault. 
He's bringing faulty towers back. And guess what, everybody? It ain't going to be woke. It's not going to be woke. Um, you know who got woke is uh, John Cleese's accountant when he called the middle of the middle of the night. And he's yeah. like, I really need money because I'm having a terrible <laughs> divorce situation. Got woke. Yeah. He, it's, he uh, got woke in the middle of the John night. Cleese's uh, <laughs> uh, money manager. Yeah. So uh, what can we can we do? A, we, we are, wait, what do you mean? We already did a sequel to A Fish yeah. Called Wanda. Yeah. Fierce uh, Creatures. What's that? Yeah. Boy, that one didn't get the traction. Uh, the uh, the thing, John Cleese always sounds like he's talking through his mustache. You know what I mean? Like you can hear the mustache interfering with the <laughs> with the, his, the sound of his voice. Because it's always like, kind of like this. Like you hear his yeah, new yeah, yeah. teeth, you hear his new teeth and the mustache. Old fellas <laughs> might not supposed to have a mustache when they're ha- when they got an eight hanging on their age. Might be time. What are you shaving every day? He's keep- hiding. They're hiding. It's their way of hiding. Yeah. No. <laughs> Who's your favorite of the python pythons? Who's your oh, favorite my favorite python? of the pythons? Don't is- say like Burmese. No, my favorite is uh, Michael Palin. He seems like such a sweet guy. He does. His I read his diaries, and they really were thoughtful. And he just tender, right? Yeah, he's a good Cur- guy. Curious, like there was. There's yes. a reason why he did a travel show because he was like genuinely like loved people. Seemed to genuinely love people and be genuinely curious about the world around him. Exactly, and he's one of the only people. It's a, it's a rare trait, and I'm not saying that that this is not the other Monty Python members don't have this necessarily. For shows like that, you need to want to spend time with the person, as if you're traveling yeah. with them. And trust me, you want to travel Absolutely. around with John Cleese? No, you don't. Well, you want to be on a riding a camel with through the Sahara with Gilliam. John Cleese? <laughs> Gilliam yeah. giggling. Yeah. No, on a gondola? Gilliam giggling on a gondola coming up on A&E. We're getting on board the gondola now. <laughs> the in... writer's strike is in year five, and we yeah. now present. I'm in Venice, and I like to pilot this gondola. Around... <laughs> I'd let him. No, I, I, Michael Palin is cool. You know who my favorite is? Guess. Guess who my favorite is of the Pythons. I bet you can guess. Mm, Terry Jones. No, but I loved his women. Mm-hmm. Terry Jones's women are my favorite mm-hmm. of the of the the female characters. When in he show. gets that full, sh- <laughs> he gets oh my that god, pitch. Oh my god, the ki- Jesus's mother, everything. I, I yeah. love Terry Gilliam's women. Crack me up more than any of their women. But no, he's not my favorite. My favorite is still with us. Thank God, Eric Idle. You bet. Okay. Eric you know Idle. it. Eric Idle. Some would say the most American of the Pythons. How so? Because he he fit in the best over here. He made it here. He made it here, and he hosted SNL by himself. And he was he just say he was on American sitcoms a lot, and he'd really just settled into L.A. living. And do you think quickly. that that speaks to him being kind of universally? Um, like almost like the way he does music, there is something universal about his mm-hmm. comedy. Like he can reach all of the rows in the theater. Yeah, I I think Eric Idle's appeal comes down to the fact that he was 
more or less alone in Monty Python. You had yes. John Cleese and Graham Chapman were a writing team. Michael Palin and Terry Jones were writing team. Eric Idle wrote by himself. Yeah. Yeah, he was like the George Harrison, right? Pretty much, yeah, and that's why he was such good friends with George Harrison. Also, I would, I would hazard. Didn't George guess. Harrison like give them the check for Life of Brian? Yes. He was just like, I just want to see this movie. Yeah, he he paid... was the anti Zaslav. Led Zeppelin and others paid for uh, mm-hmm. Holy Grail. And and, and I wanted er, uh, George Harrison formed a film company. Yes. To produce Life of Brian. Handmade and I films. just wanted to, if it's okay with you, I wanted to invite you to see my cover band play. They're called Led Zaslav. Well, that. They are not good. You, you guys are not good? Do they wear no, those cool uh, dem- denim, all denim outfits and multiple sunglasses? We do, sunglasses? but then we play a song called Cashmere, and it's about cashmere sweaters and how expensive they are. Yeah, and how they're, but they're not expensive for you because you're David Zaslav. not for us. Not for us. We basically came up with lyrics. You know what? We are good. Fuck this. Why am I, like I putting I our like this. my awesome cover band down? I don't know. So I don't know. You're so good. Is there any chance if I go to a yeah. Led Zaslav concert, I would hear <laughs> Silence, play it. Uh, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, just oh, snap, we don't know. We don't play. We don't, we don't play originals. In we only host. do covers. Feast on that in the meantime. Look at that. How many sunglasses can you see? Can you spot in that picture, Tom? The, the denim to sunglass ratio is like one. to They cancel each other out. One to one. Yeah, he's uh, cool as hell. I agree. He's very cool. Fit. I like it. Well, Brett, yes. just have silence. Got it. Cue ready. Oh my goodness. You never know when How I'm going to call for it. No, it's not. How embarrassing. Look at this guy. Oh. So, this dipshit opened a pizzeria in LA. This David is David Dobrik. Dubrovnik or something? Uh, David Dobrik, a guy who, real fun guy. Didn't he swing his friend from a. Yeah, he basically became famous by uh, subjecting his closest friends to, like, what, what in essence is torture on camera and then yeah. getting tons of views for it. And then he would, like, buy them a car with his, you know, with yeah. his YouTube uh, yeah. uh, revenue as a way of, like, you know, um, making things even. Uh, he's had to do multiple of those, like, teary eyed YouTube uh, apology videos, but somehow he keeps kicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also seems to be in, a, in an ongoing contest with himself to see how wide he can smile because he always does this mm-hmm. just absolutely nauseating smile. In every photo taken of him. Well, what's the most nauseating thing in this photo? David Dobrik's smile or the pizza? The pineapple pizza. Look at that pizza. That is. It that... looks like cafe. The one on the right looks like um the kind we used to get at school, like cafeteria pizza. Looks like it was under the heat lamp too long. Yeah. That pizza on the right, because it's the the picture is of David Dobrik in the middle with this big smile. So and there's some mutant on the left holding a piece of a slice of pizza that has it looks like it has pineapple and some sort of chunks pineapple of meat ha- on it. Ham. It's it's yeah, ham, ham and pineapple. Unfortunately, I I regret to inform you. His name's Dobrik. His name's Dobrik, and actually he has a place where he sells dough and makes brick oven pizza. So it kind of works. It does actually. kind of work. Don't yeah. give this guy any credit. Don't. This is okay. I'll eat it. And I think that's <laughs> I'll the kind eat that of... pizza. Yeah. All right. There's not really any pizza I wouldn't eat. Yeah. All pizza looks good to me. This guy makes me so mad. Really? Is he yeah. your least favorite of wanna, any of those guys? He is. I want to I Hansel and Gretel him in that pizza oven. 
Well, what's his personality like? He's just very chipper or he's like, is his whole thing that he seems positive, but he's really nasty? He seems he projects in pictures this sort of like young uh, positivity. Yeah. But he is like a sociopath. I mean, he is like Mm -hmm. he is like a true villain. Like he really uh, and there's like, you know, there is there's a gamut of things Mm -hmm. um, uh, ranging from just hijinks gone wrong to just like really dark shit. So this guy. He he is like he's truly he is like the face though of this of the YouTube influencers in the sense that he projects like like I'm just a goofy guy doing goofy hijinks, mm-hmm. uh, but he's making like so much money and is just like has no like uh, human um, emotion yeah. inside him. He's he's a he's a complete sociopath. This that's my mm-hmm. take. Imagine jackass without any sort of talent or sense of mm-hmm. humor. Yes, and then you end up with what so many of these YouTube mutants are well it's like they grew up with jackass it's almost yeah you know i'm just trying to think of like i guess we grew up with saturday night live or sctv and kind of do our own version Mm -hmm. of like sketch comedy but if you grow up with jackass Mm -hmm. you want to be dumb with your friends which i respect that's a universal instinct in our case it would be like making prank phone calls or but but okay i I guess okay call dobrik's uh Julie, what do you think I'm doing? Okay, good. If we're not picking up, it's probably our CEO, Ilya's fault. He's a tiny guy with a lot of ambition, so he's probably working on a lot of stuff. Funny voicemail. They got a funny voicemail because there's no business model. Tell them that you threw up after you had that um, ham and pineapple. Yeah, that's it. There's no, they don't pick up. Their phone literally just says, "If we don't pick up, it's our CEO." That's probably one of these. You can't leave a message. No. See, this is all fake. This is all, all, everything is fake. It's all fake. Don't you all say the illusion. Logan Paul. Don't you start getting into bad-mouthing Logan Paul. Can you call the Beast Burgers? Tell yeah. them you threw up? Yeah. Okay, let's look for Mr. Beast. But I want to just say, these, there's so many of these idiots who have jumped on, um, jumped on this trend because they are, because um, they just want to be famous at all costs. I know that's not the world's greatest shock, right. but um, right. But they just want to be famous. Not Julie. You got into this stuff. I got into this stuff. If I wanted to get into this stuff for money, I ain't going down yeah. this road. This is Absolutely. not the road to go down if you want money. Oh, I thought you said we got into it for money, and I was saying oh. yes, of course. Absolutely. I want a um I want a pool made and I want only vi- I want two pools, one with oil and one with vinegar. And when it's time for me to eat a salad, mm-hmm. I haven't worked that part out yet. It's yeah, it's it's just the kind of thing. These these idiots got into this stuff. We got look, I know all kidding aside, you got into this stuff because you're funny and talented and you wanted to do that for you wanted to sp- make art for your life. I needed to be heard yes. beyond the, the person in front of me, which Creatively, is a disease. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, this is what I do with my two pools. I take my butler, uh Samson. Mm-hmm. And I, str- I uh, make him wear a suit of like a uh, salad, like how Letterman used to wear those Velcro suits. Mm-hmm. And I make him take a dip in the first pool and then I make him take a dip okay. in the second uh-huh. pool. Okay. And then I make him shake off like a dog. Yeah. 
And then I make him take off all of his clothes in front of me. And I'm like, I have a, 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 a <laughs> Samson, you're driving okay. me crazy. That, these you don't want to know where the croutons come from. <laughs> his butt. Okay. I kind of had a feeling that's where the croutons came from. Um, no, but these morons got into this stuff just yes. to be rich first and be famous first and then figure out how to get there second. But do you think that it's also clout that like attention and likes are like their own currency mm-hmm. in a way that like they sort of haven't necessarily figured out is not directly monetarily associated like it can be, but it's not always it's it's not like if you have a million likes that doesn't mean you have a million dollars like is that something that they're still trying to figure but out the scary part is they are making millions of dollars are they they make so much money they do and, and, and is it from the views or is it from the stuff they get because they have the views? both it's it's all okay. of it. it's from views it's from uh wow. get rich quick product endorsements and collaborations where they uh the, like a prime energy drink is uh, 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 Logan Paul's big thing. It's just like the whole thing is though. And it's, it makes me sound like a meanie. Get him. Get him, Tom. When this it. thing all comes crashing down and it will come crashing will, down for is. literally every one of them. They're spending too quickly. The When the money stops, it stops. And... They, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, are they going to get a rude awakening when the money stops. And they're so young that it's yeah. not like you hear about celebrities who like, um, oh, and we had Mo Rocca on last week. He uh-huh. did that great piece about Sammy Davis Jr. One of the great things about Sam is he died owing the most money anyone's ever owed yeah. to the IRS. Amazing. Hell yeah. That's like, the way to go. Adam, like, that That's guy's such a go. legend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So cool. Yeah. Just a go out in debt. But these kids are going to be like that, but they're going to be like 21. 27. Yeah, they're 20. They're like, yeah, and they're just, and they're they're not going to realize it's over. And the whole thing is that when you, you need a little bit of history here to realize when you, when your fan base is kids, kids grow out of everything. They move on from everything. Yeah. You think a 14-year-old is going to be still still paying their bills four years from now? No, they're going to be embarrassed that they ever mm-hmm. liked Mr. Beast, and they're going to they're gonna do anything to get away from that guy. I will say my this is a scary prediction. I think Mr. Beast is the one exception to that rule. He is he's like he's sca- he has he's he's frightening in his like in his like Fine, like financial competency. Yeah, but we've Brett. Uh, I, 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 I. He recommend... bought that neighborhood in Virginia. Did you hear about that? Brett, it doesn't matter what he buys. It's a matter of you don't get to hold on to it when the money s- slows down. You you you're overextended. Go talk to uh, the the maniac who did uh, Girls Gone Wild. Ask how he's doing. But Mister Mister B is going to be like governor of Virginia in, in like twenty years. He because he didn't come out to L A. He's like he hasn't bought. He like he mm-hmm. stayed at home. Yeah. He bought. He's buying an insane amount of property in Virginia. He is. I don't know. That guy is there's something like long term takeover vision with that guy that scares me. I think Mister Beast think- might be with us for a while. 
Do you think that it has to do with him being like the giveaway guy that he's like our country's version of that's what charity is? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like capitalist charity. It's it, right. Like it's showmanship. Yeah. First. Yeah. Benevolence is like a side effect, not the main. It's course. not the cause. Exactly. It's not the exact. It's not the goal. Is is the glorification? And this is maybe not the world's funniest conversation we're having right now. So, but it's fine. This is what that what that is. Look, maybe this is really funny for somebody. You're weird. If this is, it's like I never thought yeah. Double Threat was funny until this week's episode when they talked about uh when I when I tried nitrous oxide for the I tried first time. Nitrous oxide, then heard them talk about capitalist charity. Uh, like now, but it just, is like showman. It is yeah. about. It's almost like that show Queen for a day. Remember that show where like like and as you know, I'm a thousand years old and I have to reference something mm -hmm. that was you know on like broadcast on black and white that yeah. was like sponsored by Winston cigarettes. But they had this contest of like who had the most pathetic, horrible yeah. life. Mm -hmm. And then they'd have an opportunity to get like a toaster. Yeah. And a new refrigerator. I was like, but the oh, stories people would tune in for like women were like, then my family died. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just debasing themselves for products and that is exactly the that's the american way yeah and, and then yeah it's really gross and which leads me to tell everybody patreon.com slash double threat pod get those checkbooks out baby mm -hmm. don't you want to support mr and mrs beast aka <laughs> tom and julie <laughs> And Brett is Uncle Beast. <laughs> Uncle Beast. <laughs> Uncle Beastie. Was that anything on the Flintstones? Was there ever a character named Uncle Beast? There should have been. Yeah, there should have been. Well, there is now on Double Threat. Yeah, Uncle we are, Beast. We are, we are, we should, I'll call myself Mr. Beast. We'll do M-I-S-T-A-H. Mr. Mr. Beast. Like Mr. Kata? Yeah. Mr. Beast. And then Julie's Mrs. I'll be Beast. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. B, like Mrs. Yeah. C on uh, Happy Days. Mrs. B, it's Mr. Beast and Mrs. Mm -hmm. C and Mrs. B. And Uncle Beast. And then Uncle Beastie. Uncle Beastie. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, it does, no one gets hurt. Now, what what, and, uh, what we're doing on the Patreon is we do a, a, uh, we do an episode of the show, a live stream episode once a month. And only for Patreon subscribers. And then you get a bonus episode of the stuff that we cut uh, they, that these, was too these, hot for TV. These bonus episodes have been hits. Everyone's yeah. talking about them. Everyone loves getting a little extra every week. They're those, probably better than the regular episodes. Seriously funny stuff on those. Yeah. You could make a case. They are you their own a... thing. And they yeah. are just, it is, it is yeah. un- constant it is like it is pure comedy on those those yeah uh, that's like kind of like a stupid contest yeah. um well speaking I of have, sorry yes I was, oh, gonna, I was just gonna make yeah. an announcement to both of you because i know you're both gonna be very excited about this what's that this is a very big week for me okay i tried a frosty i never had wow. a frosty before. i oh tried a frosty you hear that a frosty eh? we're talking and chocolate was, vanilla okay so this is what happened I someone sent me uh two. I went out, I came back, my 
the person in my building was like, someone came and like brought you food like as a gift. And I was like, okay. really? And I came upstairs mm-hmm. and there were two and it was from Wendy's. And I was like, what the hell? And I opened it and it was a chocolate frosty and it was a special edition strawberry frosty. Because they don't no have vanilla no right now. Strawberry frosty. What the hell did you eat? So I'm, <laughs> am I going to die? Oh, no. Is that, it was, that, that ain't no frosty you just ate. So I put them in the freezer mm-hmm. and I ate my breakfast sandwich. Okay. And I had my coffee. Yeah. And I puttered around and mm-hmm. I, you know, did whatever I do. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. know puttering around my apartment and then i said you know what it's time to, to taste the frosty so yeah. they were already chilled in the freezer for mm-hmm. i'd say like 10 yeah. to 15 minutes and they were so good they were like yeah. soft ice cream yeah it's good stuff i didn't know if they were going to be more like a shake or mm-hmm. um they were kind of like a soft ice cream without as much sugar in it as yeah. like a mcdonald's soft ice cream i guess it's good and there's uh there's nothing better than what I like to call breakfast dessert. Yeah. When it's kind of just like, yep. I think I'm going to have dessert now off of mm-hmm. breakfast. How will I know breakfast is over yeah. until yeah. I eat a hot fudge sundae? Yeah. I ate responsibly. I ate a, eggs with cheese all over them in whatever configuration oh that's God. presented to you. And it's just like, time for something sweet. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> That isn't coffee. That isn't coffee. Breakfast dessert. When we went to Hawaii a couple of years ago. Is this about the pie? No, there was a low point when we were eating. The hotel we were at had uh, breakfast at a nearby restaurant. It was a part of a adjoining restaurant. And I ordered some sort of waffles. It was like mm. you could order from this one of these five items you could have for breakfast. I ordered these waffles that were so ridiculously sugary and covered in syrup. And and then they brought over to the table more waffles as like a dessert, as dessert for the thing. And these waffles were covered in caramel. And that's when I was just like, we have hit a low point. Or a high point. Or a high point. Yeah. I just. Uh, but that I, a Stroop I, waffle? It was not a Stroop waffle, Brett. These Stroop, were, there it is. These were is what major, I was These were major waffles. Major waffles reporting for duty, sir. Yeah, that sounds like a Stroop dog. waffle, Peter. Yeah. Now, Brett. Brett, we're going to pretend you didn't just say Stroop waffle, Peter, under your breath. Yeah, I was trying to test that one out below the below the Audible range. Yeah, I go test it I, out over I, at Audible. I was speaking of Audible. I'm listening to there. Patty Lupone's uh, autobiography, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's um, <laughs> just imagine someone going through like mm-hmm. just like a list of names and just mm-hmm. being like, Tobel was a stupid asshole." <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, finally, Topol was replaced by Paul Servino. And you're like, oh, okay. He goes, he was awful, too. <laughs> Man, she's burning all the bridges. 
Oh my God. Oh my God. It is heaven. I cannot recommend it. She reads it herself. Okay. It is just, oh, I love her so much. Um, And I have to admit, Tom, that as, yes. as good as that waffle story was, I was having a hard time paying attention because as you were saying it, I'm like, oh my God. What if I get a waffle and I put that frosty on top? Oh, Julie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's genius. Or if I take waffle sticks and I use them as spoons to eat the what? frosty that yes. I'm gonna suggest something. This is not okay. for this month. This is not for next month. Down the road, a live stream episode of Double Threat when either Brett and I are in New York or you are in Los Angeles or we all meet in Kansas City. Uh who knows? We should do a full episode where we just invent food stuff and try oh, it in front. Could that's you imagine great. if we sick. just did it we in the kitchen? So we did. Oh, no, yeah. we'd be nauseous. We'll, we will poison ourselves. True. But imagine if we had like, oh, here's hot fudge. Here's caramel. Here's yes. strawberry syrup. Right. Here's ice cream. Here's a uh -huh. waffle maker. Here's yes. this. Here's that. And we're just like, let's start mess. Let's start coming up with some stuff. I will agree to this oh, only the if there's a can there can only if there's a dog in the room. Oh, there there will be dogs in the room. Okay. Yeah. But could you imagine what that would and be a like? Raccoon. Can there be a raccoon too? Just because dogs don't eat chocolate. In so lieu in of a raccoon, like get rid of, in yes. lieu of a raccoon, there will be us. <laughs> we will be the raccoons in that room. Can we dress up as raccoons? We should definitely dress like raccoons. We should start the episode with two garbage cans that we come out of. This might be a live show, actually. This is a really good idea. <laughs> this might be a live show. This if is it's a called really good idea. Cooking with Julian Tom. What if it's just called raccoon time? What if it's called rac raccoon cooking? <laughs> raccoons in the kitchen. Well, this is great because if you're a Patreon listener, last week your bonus episode, I played that uh, that whole raccoon uh, prank that Joe uh, did, yeah. and we were looking on that episode. We were uh, looking at raccoon costumes online, mm -hmm. and there is that one where it looks like a raccoon coming out of a trash can, mm -hmm. and it yeah. seems like you still have some mobility. So uh, that costume is available, and I would be there happy to be trash cans available uh, to spend some of that Patreon money on it if you uh, just need to okay that. Um, I'm telling it now. It's, no, we're not authorizing that. Sorry. Shit. You've got to submit a proper PowerPoint presentation to Julie and myself. Yes. Um, and, uh, but uh, tell me that wouldn't be such a good idea. The most amazing thing. You and I come out of two garbage cans dressed like raccoons. Mm -hmm. And then we go. Who's hungry? Let's go to the kitchen. No banter. Right to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. We almost don't even acknowledge each other. We don't acknowledge any viewers. We acknowledge nothing other than the food on the table. And just start putting stuff together. We just start putting stuff together. Let me go get some it, chocolate ice cream. Watch feeding this. Feeding it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah, watch what I do with chocolate ice cream. And a hamburger bun I made out of waffle uh, materials. Oh, that's a really good idea. Watch Brett, me I'm make a to... burger out of like a dessert burger. Oh, a dessert -er. A dessert -er. 
two of us in raccoon outfits putting stuff together and eating it and then if we like it we nod and then hand it yeah, to the other hand one the other one but i kind of think if we don't talk at all yeah no we should talk it might be better because we're oh, kind of okay. acting like raccoons oh yeah that we should go all the way in on it then Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Let me just, let me put this up here, okay? This is, I've been meaning, I can't believe I didn't bring this story up when it happened. I'm obsessed with this. Please I've never say. been prouder of my home state, I think, than, um... Uh, this is a news story from, oh, a couple months ago, back in May. Police in Georgia say a woman broke into a restaurant overnight and made a salad that cost a, the business $500. Authorities did not specifically say what ingredients were used in the salad. This I have been obsessed be like with this. salad I used my sexy Here butler, Samson, to my make. Hero. Oh, she's pretty. And just smiling uh, like she uh, knows that she's like she's got a secret because she knows the ingredients. Let's get her on the show. We should. She's got uh, like a Carmen Electra type look a little bit. Beautiful girl. Yes. And with just the slightest smirk as though like you ain't going to I'll never tell. I'll never tell what ingredients were in that. I want to know. I want I want to know what to eat to look like that. And the answer is a five hundred dollar salad. Yeah, the five hundred dollar salads will get you there. I mean, I don't know how she because I lo- I know th- I looked up the restaurant too. It's just like a it's like a bar and grill in Rome, Georgia, uh-huh. which is like a you know smallish town, medium sized town. Mm-hmm. Five hundred dollar salad. What was what was in this thing? So she broke into a restaurant overnight and made a salad that cost the business five hundred dollars. I, I got. Mean, are they counting like the having replaced the windows? Mm-hmm. They they say it's just the salad. The ingredients of the salad, $500 in ingredients. Gold leaf? The Harvest Moon Cafe in Rome, Georgia. We should call the restaurant and ask them what was in the salad. You want me to get yeah, your number on that? Call them. Yeah, please do. Say that you're calling from Forever Dog News. Yeah. But you're not on the air. Yeah. And it could be off the record. Maybe don't say you're calling from the news. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Harvest Moon in Rome, Georgia. Can you say that you're a policeman? Oh, I actually just found the answer online. She put 700 pounds of croutons in it. (laughs) (laughs) They were very pricey croutons. Well, mystery solved. Now it's, do you want to call the restaurant, Brett? Yes, please. All right, hold on. Do you want to say you're a policeman? I feel well, like that that's uh, like, testing that fate. Like a line. Yeah. I think that's a line. You that cross. <laughs> I'm a policeman. and uh, <laughs> That's what I mean. If you're... Yes. Hello. Uh, I am a policeman and I have some important questions to ask. What was in that salad? <laughs> I want to say that you are a salad. 
You're like the Bernard Erpicum of salad. Yes. Speaking of Bernard Erpicum, I also have to call him today because I have not gotten in touch with him. If you don't, I'm going to yeah. kill myself. She's, that was our agreement. If I hadn't heard from, from she, she's, you, don't. Gonna I'm going to jump into that yeah. pool. She's going to Erpicum to Los Angeles and beat the crap out of you. <laughs> no, I, I'll take it out of myself at this point. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling Harvest Men Cafe and Catering. To place a to-go order, please press one. Press it to go. Say you want to do it to go order. You want to order one five hundred dollar salad. Yeah. We'll have what she's having. Say yeah, I'd like to order one of those five hundred dollar salads. What's in it anyway? Yeah. Um. I wanted to order uh, a salad. Um, pick up. I mean, I, um, I, I didn't see it on the menu. Um, but I wondered, I know this is the, uh, this is the same restaurant that that woman broke into a couple months ago and made the $500 salad. <laughs> yeah. What was in that? What was in that salad? I'm so curious to know what the ingredients of a $500 salad are. Did you say the $500 salad? Yeah. Dude, what, what was in it that, that cost $500? I'm dying to try it. Necessarily, like she made a salad that was worth five hundred dollars. She went into the kitchen barehanded and reached her hands into several things. Oh, like gloves or hand wash. So we had to go in and throw away a lot of like desserts and food and prep, like already kind of like canned, like like tomatoes that were already cut, lettuce that was already portioned out. Say that this is making you nauseous and you don't want a salad. Total it out to be five hundred dollars. I see. Okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry for the trouble that that put you through. And I got to be honest, that description's made me a little nauseous. And I think I'm not going to eat anything for the rest of today. Thank you. I forgot to say this was steampunk Brett. Uh, I do have an Atlanta area code, too. So she probably thought. Uh, yeah. I don't know. She probably. She, saw, she was talking to a. Uh, going yeah. to call you back yeah you're going to hear from my cousins went to college in rome georgia too so i might still know somebody might still know. anyway college in rome georgia eh? rome georgia athens texas uh, and i can't remember the third one all right what's that that's a jet that song jet set we ain't the jet set we're the old chevrolet set He's making things up now. Uh, Brett, you got any clips for oh, us? Oh, do I? Well, I don't know. Do you? Um, I have. Uh, I have. You know, usually I bring you know two or three clips, a little uh, a little uh, buffet of the weeks uh, of the weeks attractions, things that have gone on, or deep cuts that listeners have sent in. But today I have there is one clip that I wanted to play for you uh, by itself. This thing needs your full attention. Uh, it's the Hindenburg exploding. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, it is not the Hindenburg exploding, but it is explosive, uh, and it is. Uh, I'm gonna let this speak for itself. All I will say going into it is, it is a podcast. 
Uh, and I really don't know if this is a podcast rescue situation. Of course, that's our famous segment, uh, like Bar Rescue, where you where you uh, bring your podcast expertise to a podcast uh, that's struggling and try to help it. This might be a podcast rescue situation. This might just be a sort of a, you know, listen and enjoy and react situation. I don't know what it is going to be, but it, it's I'm going to bring this to you and you decide what to do with it. It is a uh, politics podcast called The Left Versus The Right. It's one of these, you know, let's get somebody from the left and somebody from the right and let them, you know, talk it out and duke it out. Uh, and uh, the hosts are kind of what make it uh, interesting for us. Um, but I'll let, I'll let the podcast itself um, uh, uh, reveal, reveal the hosts' names to you. And uh, here we go. This is The Left Versus The Right from um, uh, 77 WABC Radio uh, in, in New York City. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Oh, no. It's Anthony Weiner. It's a 77 oh my God. WABC wow. debate. Heavyweight slugfest. Okay. Who do you have your money on? I have <laughs> mine on Baphomet, the goat god. The... So it's Curtis Sliwa. Yeah, and just for people who maybe aren't as uh, immersed in New York politics, can you tell us who these who these two uh, are gents two are? Infamous New York dirtbags. Yeah, Curtis Sliwa was the the leader of an organization, uh, or still is an organization called the Guardian Angels, where it's these these meatheads walk around the subway in orange satin jacket, uh, red satin jackets with berets red wool on. Ber- and red wool berets. Yeah. It's probably smell like death itself. And their whole thing is that they're supposed to like help out citizens. They're basically people that don't think the cops are right wing enough. Yeah. And, and that they're going to take it upon themselves to yeah. enforce the law mostly against youth of color and their hero is is bernie gets i think bernie gets is like their hero right i mean that that's the that's the whole idea bernie gets the subway shooter vigilante and we want to make it clear that these raccoons are that we're going to dress up as are not bernie gets related at all no nope or they have nothing to do with the hot dog uh (laughs) well they might be really well I, I don't know, Tom. Well, we might closer need to, to him than let's to... see what's in the kitchen first. Sure, okay, that's fair. Let's see what the kitchen. If the kitchen is stocked with some savory, like mm-hmm. there's like a brand of hot dogs called Soy Boy. Yeah, they're good. That's okay. all I got to say. Wait, did that precede the uh, insult? I think it's concurrent. Okay. I think it's concurrent. Okay. They're like a trendy, you know, kind of hipster brand. They're mm-hmm. very good vegan oh, hot funny. dogs. Anyway, I like that. Yeah, they're good. So Curtis Lewa is a hoodlum, allegedly. Um, but he does save cats. He loves cats, but he's he's just way at a point they all just turn into New York characters and New York wow, grifters. He's a clown. They're just clowns on, and grifters. Uh, and then Anthony Weiner, as most people know, I think was a disgraced sex maniac couldn't stop sexting underage girls online yeah. uh even after he got caught kept doing it 
got run out of. I mean, was on a pretty high trajectory to be oh, yeah. a power player in Democrat politics, and then got kind of got run out of town mm-hmm. after that. Because how how yeah. where what was his title when he got bounced again? He was. I don't remember. Was he a was either a senator, senator or, or he was in the U.S. He was in the Congress. He was either he was either a senator or a there um, was like a, or a, House a viral clip of him from the floor that was like, wow, this guy's a star because he was such a good speaker. Mm-hmm. And he was pals with John Stewart. He used to go on the Daily Show, and you know he was his, he was his, on a track. Yeah, yeah. His wiener got in his way, and then yes. he had, uh, and then they sent him to horse therapy. Like the horses don't have enough problems. Remember, they sent him upstate to like yeah, yeah, yeah. equine therapy. Mm-hmm. Well, and a, and a friend of mine who tracks this stuff pretty closely said for for a while he was uh he was selling a uh, kitchen um uh, like um countertops he was like he was yes. like a salesperson for kitchen countertops in the uh, tri-state area and they they were pretty nice countertops I'm not gonna lie they looked uh, very nice Italian marble yeah but now he's back into politics good sure but now he's co-hosting a radio show with Curtis Lewa. On WABC, which is a right-wing station that Rush Limbaugh was on, WABC, Sean Hannity, Bob Grant. It's just classic, like, AM talk radio. Yeah. So here we go. Let's get a little taste. Uh, that was just the, you know, the hard-hitting uh, opening credits, and we'll get into the, the two guys here. Genesis to lead us in here. Misunderstanding. We're going to talk all about misunderstandings in politics today with Curtis Lewa and Anthony Hayner. Take God, it away, guys. Do we have any slower a pace of music? I just come out of the streets. I'm battling in the streets and with this uh, like constipation. You know, there's two ways you can do this. You can come in every week and complain about the music, or you can give them some guidance before you walk in the door. Oh, no doubt. But when, you, when you're right, a street pause, fighting please. man, you don't want to. Already, this is who's he battling in the street? Curtis Lee says he's battling in the streets. He's a street fighting man. Who's he battling in the streets, Julie? You're in those streets. Um, the look the on rat? Julie's face is, is just he... troubled. Now. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to make sense of his bizarre personality, and it's very off putting. It's almost like I speak English, yeah. And I still don't know how I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just. Yeah. Wh- who does he battle? Okay, what does he want? Question. First of all, he's complaining that he's playing Genesis, misunderstanding it. That is too slow because he's a street fighting Genesis man. Is too, what do you want to hear? Slow. Slipknot? He wants to hear that the Venga bus is coming. Yeah. Look, uh, Anthony Weiner, next time you do the show, here's my recommendation. You wanted some guidance? Here's some guidance. Play you equal shit by Slipknot next time. That'll make uh, that'll make Anthony uh, Curtis feel at home. Let me give you a little bit more of this. Yeah. Stuff oh, like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. The world. We know we should play for you the world's smallest violin because. Ah, uh, of- uh, uh, but I loved it coming out. It was, first of all, it was, it's a schwitz out there. It's crazy, and, and I love it. I love the heat. The more the humidity, the better. I've got my uh, frigid air uh, a jacket on, my guardian angel jacket. But wait a minute. Did you ever create, is there a lighter version of the beret that you oh, use? Can no, you imagine? Not, we'll, we'll, you know we'll what, be... Anthony, I, I'm, I'm our, Anthony Weiner just won. Yeah. To me, if this was the debate, mm-hmm. that's a great question. Yeah. I was about to ask, what's going on under the 
biosphere that is that beret oh. on his head on a hot New York summer day. The next seven strains of COVID. Yeah. I got the next seven strains of COVID happening under my beret here. We got a... Uh, I figured I'd go, go over and get a hot dog off a, a card and a pretzel. Because he's got also, that he's got that that li- that wisp that happens when these guys get their chompers replaced. Is I got that what it is? Because it, like that whistly sound is from them that, getting their chompers was, replaced. That's what I wasn't quite sure if if it, like if he was eating something or sucking on a sucking candy the whole time. No, it's lousy. It's lousy AM radio. Uh, sound combined with uh this dude again way up on the mic and talking with those faulty chompers of his can you play a second more i want to hear him talk about how he whether there's two settings of berets for this guy because he keeps all the heat right by my medulla and cerebellum i'm schwitzing i've got the the red sateen jacket i'm hermetically sealed in he said sateen instead of satin (laughs) I got your things like on the, my medulla bongata and I got the sateen jacket on. Is sateen like velour where it's not really velvet? He is so weird. Hold on, let me look up sateen. Because I think that, yeah, so sateen is, it's please. a satin weave. Oh, please don't let him be right and me be wrong. This is the worst day of my life. That I have to now say, I apologize. No, this is no, you don't need to apologize. This is what's important. He is distinguishing the fact that the guardian angels like won't spring for a satin jacket. Yeah. Satin. He's basically saying, Yeah. We go down saying, to Canal Street and we go to one of the garment stores and we get ourselves some satin jackets. Then we get them was, monogrammed. What do they call that fake leather? Corinthian leather. Yeah, that that uh, Ricardo like Malcolm was always pushing. Exactly, that he has like Corinthian leather shoes. That's yeah. basically what he just said. I thought one of the funniest things ever. I believe, and maybe I'm wrong with this. Her, Ricardo Montalban went on a talk show and admitted that there's no such thing as Corinthian leather. <laughs> and that talk show, you know, was like the ultimate gotcha journalism. Yeah, but I think it was like he's like. He just admitted that that's just a thing. It's a Corinthian it's a, leather. Imagine I'm, the I'm ad a, monster who came up with that. Oh yeah, I'm a monster. I I'm full of shit. It's not. There's no such thing. Everyone asks Corinthian leather. Of course, why not the best? It's of the same with a new Chrysler, New Yorker. It gives you everything. Powerful V6, anti-lock brakes, front-wheel drive, and rich leather, 770 brakes. protection plan. And Chrysler's exclusive Crystal Key program, complete car coverage with owner care. That's even better than Rolls-Royce or He's Mercedes. Right Chrysler New York gives you the one thing you always wanted in a luxury car. Everything. Luxury. Everything. Could you imagine? Why would anybody want? Well, we just sell it to old people. I know the answer. Sell it to fossils. So just like, yeah, I want a car. My grandfather. I, could, I think my grandfather my had that car. Yeah, a car I could die in. That car was built to die. It was. It already yeah. looked like a coffin from the yeah. inside. Not that yeah. I know what the inside of too many coffins looked like, but it was like long and square. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a coffin? 
Um, I don't think so. I went Have in you? the coffin. I did it on the set of what we do in the shadows. I went into the coffin and and it was strangely relaxing. I got to did admit. you did they close the yeah, um, lid was closed the hat yeah I couldn't um, do that I'm too claustrophobic you're too claustrophobic I'm which I'm, means you're scared <laughs> of your own greatness. scared of my family I think um, he did this on a Letterman uh, let me see if I can get this clip because I'm reading here uh, that uh, uh, the term Corinthian leather was just coined by an advertising agency in the 70s oh, oh, uh, yes. and it um, it to suggest a premium product but it was the same sure. leather that was used in all Chrysler's. It was it was a material that was. Remember when they said don't wear polyester on planes because it will melt into your skin. It was mm-hmm. like that, but for cars. Everything about cars back then could kill you. Yeah, and these cars they basically built them so that you would drive Die. around in it as an old person. <laughs> you could turn the car into some sort of rest home. Yes, and then into your a casket. Coffin. Yes. Absolutely. They were casket ready. Yeah. You know, what the hell is, is there anything really Corinthian leather? Is that anything? It's, it's just, they found, they found a leather that was very pliable, very soft, and very durable. Uh-huh. And so Corinthian. Oh, yeah. Seemed, you know what I mean? Uh, but, but does it mean uh, anything? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, nothing. I guess all those checks had cleared by that point. Yeah, by that point, he was not on the <laughs> David did not give a shit. Uh, here's some more of the left versus the right. It's a Polish way of staying cool. Yeah, no, everybody says and me, that's this is why, crazy. And that's, why, me. and that's why it smells so delicious in the studio. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> a little oh, slice of uh, Oh, by the way, uh, Al, Al Roker went crazy. A uh, study came out, and it said you should only shower two or three times a day. Because you remove valuable minerals and other particulae on your skin. So he's going, man, I like showering twice a day. Remember Dinkins used to do two times a day. So what are you talking about? And then there are people who are obsessed with deodorant. The New York Times has these people who have like closets full of all kinds of deodorants for all kinds of occasions. I never use deodorant. My wife constantly using deodorant. There's two different types, you know. Old Hold world. on, I suppose hit pause, that's right. please. I suppose that's right. There are what are called people that so have grooming habits. So this guy is proudly telling everybody, I don't use deodorant. And he's wearing a sateen jacket and a beret, and a beret. bundled up, walking through New York on the hottest days on earth. He's got his jacket buttoned up to his neck. Oh, I feel bad for those cats. Can you imagine those cats when he comes home? Cats are just like, I smell him. He's coming. Here he comes. Oh, he's, my he's God. On, he's, he's also, Anthony Weider is like barely getting it worded edgewise. Everything is the Curtis Sliwa show. Yeah, this is like 90% Sliwa, this podcast. Oh, my God. It's. And the people who don't have. I'm very <laughs> European. I'm very European. Let me leave it at that. Hey, I crank open the hydra once a week, old school style, and I just slosh it all out. But it's so easy for me. I put on the same garb every day. I know. Winter or summer. But I have to tell you, I Winter growing up in New York City, I used to be, oh, New York City is great. We get all four seasons and everything else. I have come to realize, and I'm going to be 59 in a couple of months, I prefer warm weather. 
I prefer just wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I prefer not to worry about oh, it. Well, we, oh, we've seen you in shorts. Hit pause, hit pause. I happen to know for a fact that he prefers briefs to boxer shorts, but... Yeah. This dude, Curtis Lee was running away with it, and then Anthony Weiner is just like, I could catch up in two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I prefer wearing shorts and a t-shirt. And it's just like, everybody could think of this guy. He's got a phone in his hand in his shorts and t-shirt. I just, I remember that photo very well. Bathroom floor. Yeah. Big old feet. Yeah. Friggin' tidy whities and say hello to my little friend. He is, this is Um, like. The only way I, want, I can support this radio show is if they reveal that they're both recording it from prison. Death Row? They're both on Death Row. If you hear in the background everyone's so wrong, they're testing the machine, getting ready for them. Um, we should have an electric Anthony... chair also on hand when we do our raccoon thing in case we want to like <laughs> cook anything. If we want to toast our hot dog buns. Yeah. Or soy we'll boy hot little, dog buns. Oh, we can put that little hat on the top of the buns. I um, love that, yeah. The uh, the pace in which Anthony Weiner stole this conversation yeah. with his t-shirt talk is something he learned at Equine Academy, which is go- break into a trot. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, after I had that second frosty, I broke into a trot. <laughs> Crazy out there. You're a true Jew. Your next stop is going <laughs> to be booking stones. Already hit pause again. You're a true Jew. The, who gave him the right? Like he's so. So I I feel like he's already he's already like co-opted the term schwitzing twice in this yeah. interview. Yeah. And he is so like and he already said Polish, so it's like he's coding himself as like a New York Jew, but he's yeah. nobody. Nobody asked me for like he didn't ask me for permission because I'm not granting it. There's a certain you know? yeah. There's a certain type of New Yorker. You correct me if I'm wrong. They think that they're just every ethnicity and every religion and every everything because I'm a New Yorker. I'm a little bit of everything. And you know what? If they're funny enough, or they're kind enough, or they're smart enough. Go ahead, but yeah. he's none of those things, so it's so obnoxious. Yeah, like this is one of those guys where they're just like, Yeah, you know, we're growing up, we used to fight the Irish kids, and we got it. Like, they were just like, mm-hmm. How did you know? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, it, like, and it's okay to like give people the business if you're not necessarily like the same ethnicity as they are, but. Yeah. It's all about who you are and how you're doing it. And he is just hitting all the wrong Ooh. notes. And he would be kicked out of my band Led Zaslav because I'd say, I can't use you on um what is the, the what is the, the land of the ice and snow? And it's about Aspen. It's about Aspen. It's about going you're talking to Aspen about the Hawn. Which mm-hmm. uh, they actually mentioned in this interview. That's insane that you brought that oh. up. You gotta realize you listen to Led Zeppelin. You gotta Led Zeppelin three. It's a little more mellow in certain ways. It got uh, songs like Tangerine and Since I've Been Loving You on there. It's a little more mellow. Hang Gallows Pole, but 
Because we're we coming off of Led Zeppelin 2, which is a pretty much a hard rock classic. We do a song on in our band about Tangerine. It's about how we're taking the movie Tangerine off of HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's from Zaslav's point of view. Yeah, but let Listen, I go back and forth. Like, are we a good band? But mm-hmm. I think we're an important band. I would agree with that. All right, let me see this. I think this is where they get, start talking about the immigrant songs. They don't want to travel countries away. They do it for work. Oh, hold on, back up, economic. back up ten seconds. I want to hear that that phlegm, yeah, that little phlegm, the, the the John Spencer phlegm explosion that I just heard. There. By and large, want to stay in their homes. They don't want to travel countries away. There they it do is. it for work. Oh. They do it for economic reasons. They that, do it Julie? to make feel safe. And a lot of time, they do it is because it's just unlivable and untenable in the place that they live, and they're looking for some well, place. Look, to seek one refuge. of the greatest songs of all time, Led Zeppelin, the immigration song, is not about Julie, anybody coming from Central America or the say, West. Julie, your New Yorker is showing, and I don't mean the magazine. You and Curtis are got a little bit of a mind meld going on over there. Come on, I didn't call it the immigration song. One of the greatest songs of all time, the immigration song about, by Elizabeth. He's probably thinking about tradition from Fiddler on the Roof or something, that moron. I went over <laughs> to Broadway the other day. I was trying to catch a show. I saw, uh, I was going to see Old Calcutta. <laughs> Um, I accidentally saw Caligula. Oh, Caligula. I'm actually oh, going to be playing Sky Masterson, the guys and dolls. Oh, my God. Sky Masterson. You'd be a good Sky, Tom. Look, be a Huckleberry tonight. You know, there is a huge disparity of intelligence between these two men. Which way? What do you think? I gotta say, I think Curtis Lee was is a genius. I in turn look. I I wish they were both launched at the sun. That's all I gotta say. Put them. On, I'm not saying yeah. Put them in first yeah. class. Sure. Set the controls for the heart of the sun, as Pink Floyd said. No, Pink Floyd, one of the greatest songs ever. Set control for the heart of the sun from Montgomery. Did a live version. Roger Waters put the gong in it. So um, let's hear more about the immigration song. I can't believe it. Indies or South America or Southeast Asia. It's about the Norsemen, the Vikings, who had to leave the Arctic cold and were looking for new lands where they could actually farm. That's when it came across, if you believe their version, that they discovered the new world. Eric the Red, Lee Ferrickson, Greenland, Newfoundland, you know, Halifax, Prince Edward Island. I don't believe that version, but if you want to believe it, go ahead and knock yourself out. But that's when people say, oh, yeah, Led Zeppelin, the immigrants are... I said, no, no, no. It has to do with Norsemen. It's a different group. It has to do with Vikings. And I'm telling Norsemen. And he actually, he just shook off the idea. He So he's he's a <laughs> definite good. pro-Christopher Columbus guy, even though, like, Christopher Columbus missed America, like. He was literally looking for India, which is yeah, so funny that he went from idiot. Italy. To, he went from Italy <laughs> to America yeah. looking for India. Yeah. Think Maybe. about 
Think about how insane that is. Top 100 dumbest humans ever. Columbus. I believe we found India. (laughs) And he's like, where are your spices? Where is your curry? Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like, yeah, India, literally. He's like, like, are we in Bombay? And they're like, no, it's New Hampshire. Yeah, this is, yeah. We are in, yeah. What a, literally the other side of the planet. So far. It's so stupid. It's just the definition of the wrong way. Yeah. We should make a movie called Christopher Columbus colon idiot. (laughs) It could be, he'd be a good character because. We could have one movie where he's lost in New York, like yeah. Home Alone, where he's like, I want to get to 9-11. Yeah. And then he yeah. ends up going to like he ends up going to the Apollo. Yes. Cause he would he would even be on the wrong end of New York. Yeah, because he goes uptown <laughs> instead of downtown. Wherever he wants to be, he's in the opposite place. Right. Like he ends up at the top of those like in the in the World's Fair and Queens and those spaceships and men in black, and he's like, I found it. It's a 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks that those are the freedom towers. Yeah. All right. A little more of this. Um the next time code I have is in fifteen seconds. I just wrote cows farting. So I guess they start talking about that. We'll see. I concur with you on that. I believe that we are really gonna suffer as a result of global warming, climate change. Everybody thinks they have the answers, and they really don't have the, the answers. Climate change, the climate change, the main climate change is going on in that jacket and Berea is. I'm impressed that he acknowledges it, Tom. He did acknowledge I've... global warming, as he said. Oh, I believe meant... also a global, global I'm warming. I'm sorry. I think he meant gumball warming, <laughs> which is yeah. like when he puts gum in his disgusting polyester pockets. <laughs> yeah. The other day, I put a Snickers bar in my jacket, and it was all melty. So I put it in the freezer, and it was good, but it was stuck in the wrapper. It was good. Still ate it. The nougat was showing before some of the chocolate. I do believe in global warming. This is global warming. Climate change. Everybody thinks they have the answers, and they really don't have the answers. We are just burning too many fossil fuels, too many things, too many cows farting out there, you know, bovine organ. We we can go right on down the line. And too many people, too many people, 8 billion people in this world. I'm finding myself agreeing with Curtis Lewa. You should have voted for him over Eric Adams. What makes you think I didn't? I didn't. Do you believe... The gap between Curtis Lewa and Eric Adams would be so narrow at this point. I, I yeah. He talks a lot of shit about Adams in this uh, episode. I too. do want to say I'm though, sure he does. He is now starting to lean into. You can feel some eugenics coming. Got bad mm. news for you, Curtis. You're on the wrong side of the master race, buddy. Yeah. You are as defective a human. As there can be. Wrong yeah. side, buddy. Don't start beating that drum. It's not going to favor you. Yeah. He's like, only the best and the brightest should still be around. Because yeah. that's the yeah, only way to stop global like a, warming. Oddly enough, you are you don't look like a, a 25-year-old Matthew Modine. Yeah. 
is a 78 year old guy dressed like uh one of the bowery boys walking around uh in the subway with a melted candy bar and uh in his pocket he's basically like what patty lapone thinks paul zervino is (laughs) he's and he's Listening, Patty to- Lapone sees Curtis Lee and she's like, Ah, Paul Zervino. <laughs> He's like, No, it's okay, it's okay, it's not me. Hey, Patty, what Led Zeppelin album you want me to put on? All of them, all at the same time. That's you I like to hear them too. He presses watch all of them down watch at the same time. Everything is like music to my ears. This will stop global warming. Global. Gumble? Did she? Did he mean Brian Gumble warming? <laughs> Barney Gumble from uh, oh, from uh, your Universal tour. Oof, that's so funny. Started on that. Still scarred he, from that. I'm sorry. No. Julie and I were but talking they, this morning. Literally this morning, we we're just like, I think I still feel sick from from all of that sun exposure. I. Uh, they've got to do something about that. That's not well, it's healthy. global warming. I mean, every, Julie, it's everybody global. thinks is, they have yeah. the answer. The answer. It's funny. Like my family, I, I hate the horror of recognition with Curtis Lewa having like grown up in New York and knowing so many relatives that have nothing in common with him except for the fact that they drop their R's. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But you know what I mean? Like you, sometimes you're just like, oh, I hate this person and I hate that they sound like my cousin. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like there's anything in common with this guy. It's frustrating, but it exists that that's that's part of why you you know, react emotionally is because he's not an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, this uh, so the podcast goes on. It gets a little dull for a while because they get into like uh, talking about. Wait, it gets dull? That yeah. wasn't the dull <laughs> that part. Was, that was dynamic. That was still. I'll say that it gets a little more uh, uh, academic. Let's put it that way. They get they get oh, real deep. Professor they get real Siwa. deep. They get real deep into uh, 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 climate well, change and immigration that, for that a while. Beret, that beret sprouts a tassel. That's not a tassel. There's just not as many fun uh, Sliwa isms in there uh, in the middle part. But then the very end, they take a, a pretty hard turn and start talking about serial killers. Um, uh, oh, good. Which is, um, yeah, which is interesting. So uh, I'm going to pick it up kind of around there. You know, I've been listening to a lot of Anthony's Paramore. I'm starting to really get into Paramore. they got a different sound. they kind of got a talking heads influence these days. Really good, good leaps and bounds from the Twilight soundtrack. Anyway, up next... We've got to talk about the serial killers. Uh, out. Oh. Notice I used the plural yeah, I know, term. I know. Killers. I've been following this. And the battles that have been waged here at WABC, it's divided many of us. But this is, we have become, I said this to John the other night, we have become the leading station in the nation on this stuff. Who's John? Great, and a lot of it's you. Because most everyone else, what are they talking about? It's Hunter Biden's cocaine. Hunter Biden's <laughs> Trump. It's sort of like, wow. guess what? You can leave that for a week. Come back next week. It's still all going to be there. We're right on top of this issue. In fact, the investigation from the serial killings out in uh, uh, out Long in the Island? South Shore of Long Island has yeah. now taken a little bit of a turn to Atlantic City, which I spoke about in 2006 right here on WABC as being linked to those unsolved murders. There's so much in common, and I'll break it down for you, uh, Anthony, because I was involved in the Atlantic City investigation. I was not involved, obviously, 
in what had first transpired out in Suffolk County. Yeah, please. You pause it. You pause it. Do you think that one of the serial killers in Atlantic City was the Sultan's Feast Buffet? (laughs) I think that did some serial killing that the Trump Taj Mahal. Yes, many people died. I think in this case, you narrowly survived. You were like Debbie Harry getting out of Ted Bundy's car. I really remember that was, story. Yes. Yeah. You like just made it. Yeah. I think what happened with the serial killer thing was that Curtis took it upon he. The police wanted no part of his help. He's like, my research says that these serial killers going after blondes, and then he puts on a blonde wig and then puts his beret over the top and starts walking around. I'm just a lady walking around New York City. I hope no serial killers jump out at me. Oh, it's a serial killer surprise, Huckleberry. It's me, Curtis Lewa. I'm going to throw a melted Hershey bar at you. You're going to slip on it. I'll throw my sweaty beret at you. Anyway, this is your place to be. It's battleground in the uh, northeast region over the serial killings that took place in actually 2006. First ones in Atlantic City, four. Then the serial killings, 2010 in the South Shore. And then some other unsolved serial killings, which has led me to piss people off by branding Nassau County home of the serial killers and Suffolk County home of where you put those people that you've killed as serial killers right here on your place to be left versus right anthony weiner curtis lee on wabc so that's that's literally what this idiot like talked up as if he was playing a record thought his cousin brucey all of a sudden on wabc He's like back announcing yeah. the conversation, like not yeah. even a conversation. It's like kind yeah. of a monologue interrupted by a, a, a sex creep. And where was he saying that the Nassau County? That's where they, I guess, where the bodies they buried were being the buried. Bodies. That's where what's his name buried them. Do you have any connections to that guy? I have one. The only connection I have to him is that he has a show on Forever Dog. <laughs> It was before we knew. And after we knew. <laughs> I thought it was and called during. serial killing. Yeah. How did you not know, Brett? Look, I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't get into people's private lives, what they do off the microphone. I yeah. mean, I don't know what y'all are up to, you know, outside of outside of this show. I'm two, I, de- I'm yeah, two degrees away from that guy. That's all yeah. I'll say. I do have two more quick clips I wanted to play for you. Okay. It's uh they talk about serial kills for a little bit and then uh and then Kirstie what talks about how he uh, was investigating the crash of uh, TWA Flight 800 and got poison ivy. So let me just play those uh, two clips here. With the guardian angels, uh, the Zodiac killer was never caught. Some others. Uh, so since the 80s, there have been a series of infamous serial killers and many, many bodies that have been left in their wake. Most of them prostitutes. And so back in 2010... Anthony uh, Weiner all of a sudden starts series- listening. He, he like went to a like, different. I'm listening. It's like saying it's like saying walk around a dog. Yeah, like spelling. He was who probably should have spelled it around him. And said not okay. 
Meantime, I got poison oak while I was out there poison ivy. This is what he's talking about. Hold on. So this nitwit nitwit fell into a poison (laughs) ivy patch. All right. So at some point, I I skipped ahead to 30 seconds. He's a serial killer over here. Whoa! (laughs) Peter King. At some point, he's... I know who Peter King is? He was a... Oh, he he was was that crazy... uh, State senator? Yeah. Right? Okay. He was a monster. Is there proof that he got poison ivy and it wasn't just a rash from his cheap clothes? Yeah, that's what probably. All right, let me give you some context from... here. At some point, it's because at some point it, he transitions from serial killers into this uh, crash of Flight 800 back in uh, when was that? Ninety. Um, uh, the Malaysia. Ninety six. No, this was um, oh. in New York, uh, and there's always right. like crash minutes after takeoff from JFK in ninety six. There's always conspiracy theories about it. So he like was in decided to take it upon himself to help investigate it. Uh, but then got poison ivy. So here we go. FBI directly. Everybody was there. Because remember, the thought was the flight was heading to Israel. Was this a form of terrorism? And also all kinds of stories from the ground that there was a missile flash that seemed yeah. to go from and the ground. I, I still back the uh, theory that it was a missile. Okay. Although uh, the law enforcement authorities, they put the whole plane back together very meticulously and said not. Okay. Meantime, I got poison oak while I was out there, poison ivy. <laughs> well, from the brambles, you know, they yeah, call yeah, it the, yeah, bramble. Yeah. the bramble. It is intense. You the get bramble. scratched up. It is difficult terrain and turf to negotiate. And it is clearly the South Shore. And what right, I learned. pause for a second. Yeah, it's difficult terrain to navigate when you're dressed like you're walk, uh, riding the subway all day. Put some, Nobody put some hiking boots on. asked him. For help. Excuse me, like, officer. Ain't gonna, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm stupid Columbo, and here I come. Uh, what seems to be going on here, officer? Uh, one more thing. I want to ask you about the brambles. It's like Encyclopedia Brown as like an annoying monster tagging along saying, mm-hmm. I can help. And no, you and then I, being like, I got poison ivy. I would like to get former double threat guest Ryan Johnson on the show so that we can pitch him a new mystery series starring Curtis Sliwa called Stupid Face. <laughs> and first of all, if I'm going to do a series, Stupid Face, right? We got the opening theme has to be the immigration song. How much is that going to run us? The immigration song. How much is that going to run us? And one thing, I better not get poison oak on the set. I'm not falling in no brambles. So Stupid Face shows up while the cops are doing their job, and yeah. in spite of him, they solve the crime. In spite of him, he eats evidence. He... He takes, he like, he like just does all the wrong things. He gets rashes. He gets rashes. He's, he's, he's scratching himself against a, like his back against a wall because he got, <laughs> like a, fell into the like brambles and he accidentally opens a jail cell and all the prisoners run out. Like he, so hits he acts the like switch. an animal. Like in, in yeah. that case, he's like acting like a bear. That's how he scratches himself is he yeah. rubs up against yeah, the like wall. A cat. He's like one of his cats. And he brings one of his cats with him when he's trying to solve the case. What do you think here, Mittens? 
go into that, go into those brambles and look for some clues. Like he's listening to the cats. <laughs> you think there could be some clues in the brambles? Okay. Ah, it's more poison the- oak. Cat is just chasing the bird. Cat is just. I'll never solve this case. I'll never solve the case of CWA 800. The cops are screaming at him like, no one asked you to. Yeah. Go away. Curtis, we are going to arrest you the next time you show up at any of these crime scenes. Well, now I'm going to take my uh, business over to figure out the Lockerbie case then. Ireland, here we come. They turn him away at the border. <laughs> oh no, he goes. He, he goes to uh, Massachusetts, thinking it's Ireland. Yeah, he's like, like he's like Columbus. Columbus. He goes to like the Berkshires. They're like, yeah, this isn't Ireland. He's like, these mountains are even more beautiful. This is beautiful. Now this is a beautiful country. It's like, sir, he's you're on Staten back. Island. Like he, he went. His, he went. He shows- the long way all around the ocean. He comes back to Staten Island, Staten Island. and he thinks he he's in Ireland passport, now. Shows his passport to the guy at Staten Island Ferry. He's like, now I know that you Stat- I know this is Ireland. I'd like to get one of your famous Guinness beers, of course. If I could, uh, me and Whiskers would like to get a cold beer. What's that, Whiskers? Jump into the brambles again? <laughs> I think this whiskers thing. Because <laughs> he has, I think, does he have some cousins? Yeah. He has so many cats at home. Yeah, like but that's I, his thing. It's the thing I like most about him is his is his animal rescue. Mm-hmm. Although, as <laughs> they think about it. There's a fine line between rescue and hoarding sometimes. Yes, like exactly. how many of those are he's how yeah. many are those cats? Like, is he turning over and how many yeah. is he just holding on to? I don't know, but I think it's wonderful that he does any kind of rescue with cats. That's fabulous. The thing I like most about him, I've said it before. Do you think there's any chance you go into Curtis Lee's apartment? He's got all these little like cat wheels set up, and that's how he's powering his apartment. you were going to ask me if he was training them to be a police force because the police won't let him anywhere near them. What's that, Officer Mittens? (laughs) Go back into the bramble? Go get back into the brambles? The cats are just trying to get rid of him. You say whatever you say, Officer. Can we hear? Is there any more to hear? Oh, that's it. Um, That's it? Yeah, so... uh, Curtis Lee, mostly wrong, but uh, what chemistry? What chemistry? Not since uh, Breaking Bad have I seen such chemistry. The character of Gale would Mm -hmm. perform chemistry. That is amazing. Look, WABC seems to have it all figured out, and I just want to say one thing: knock on our door. With Julie and I can do this. Yeah, we'll do. um, We'll do write and writer. Yeah. There might be a time slot open, too, because this show, at least the podcast version, has mysteriously uh, stopped publishing new episodes as of... This was the most recent episode. Um, they were doing every week, 
And then he the, might be back at the uh, horse farm. They stopped on July 23rd, so maybe they're just on a little summer vacation. But sure. uh, no, they're yeah. taking their t- look, Brett. That's two weeks. They take they, they, these guys need to recharge their batteries. Yeah, Anthony needs to learn. Uh, go back to that horse farm so we could learn how to say nay. Well, other people are used to saying nay when it comes to Anthony Weiner. Yeah, so he needs to learn to hear nay. Yeah. Nay means nay. Yeah. Weiner. Whoa does not mean giddy up. Yeah. That's a great documentary. That that documentary Weiner. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh boy, is that good. That's really all you need to mm-hmm. know about this this fellow. And he's got a very funny judgmental cat that they cut to a lot that mm-hmm. is looking at him like, really? So that's a great let's documentary. Let's book that cat on. Yeah, let's book Wiener's that cat. cat. Yeah, Wiener's cat um versus one of Sliwa's cats. Yeah. I would listen to that show. Yeah. Be like, who hates their owner more? Yeah. I think Curtis Sliwa's cats might win because he's trying to put little berets on them <laughs> and little sateen jackets. Now, Brett. Oh, yeah. I want to ask you a question. Lay it on me. First time you heard silence, what did you feel? Oh, my goodness. I thought, well, the first time I heard silence was uh, live uh, at a hotel cafe right here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I said, holy shit. This is, I mean, you're getting... When I saw Julie's live show, I mean, you're getting hit with one one banger after another. Mm -hmm. But that one definitely stood out. I remembered it. I loved it. Um, and it's just, it's truly a just hilarious, just surreal. Only Julie could think of this type of song. Um, and it's like, and it's the kind of thing where it's like, she, the premise is funny enough. Uh, the idea is hilarious, but then the execution, it's like, like the, you have such an incredible voice. It's like a truly great song. It's like, it's not, you know, it kind of like transcends the comedy in a way. Exactly. Well, it totally transcends the comedy. To where it, if somebody said, is it a funny song? You could say yes. You could say no. And you'd both be right. Exactly. It is a very funny song. And it's also a legitimately great song. Yes. Uh, it's both well, things I, I appreciate that so much. And I'm so glad people are digging it and listening yeah. to it as like real music. And not just, I'm, I'm not looking to compete with Randy Rainbow. No, no. This is. Randy Rainbow should be uh, I, crapping his jaw uh, purse when he hears this. He'd be invoking the mercy rule after the first yeah. inning in that yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. You What's the mercy chance. rule? I don't well, know. The that other one. teams up so by so much they just say, "Yeah, let's call it." Is it's that like, true? It's like for I've never kids. Heard of that. It's, it's more like little league. Yeah. Like for oh, okay. League, so they, they don't, don't do humiliate that in, like, the other team. It's like we're up by twenty runs. Oh gosh, I'm not. Let's yeah. let's just call it. Well, I'm not. Yeah. That be you versus Rainbow. Uh, well, well, I would say to you, mercy. Of course, why well, say for the kind for the kind words? And, and am I, I going say, to a Liberty game? Are we calling it the Liberty game? That's a great point. Yeah, um, let's they, figure that out because they are actually. Okay. This is a good. Um, 
time, they just beat the uh, Las Vegas Aces, who appeared unbeatable. They beat them by like 20, 30 points last night. So mm-hmm. the, the Liberty they, are on a hot streak right now. They whipped them into shape. They whipped them like they was a, they, they was a Wendy's Frosty. Yes. And we're headed uh, probably okay. inevitably towards a Las Vegas Aces-New York Liberty finals. Uh, so let's try to get you to a game before then. Mm-hmm. I, I will, would love that. And uh, then, I'm going to look into it. And then speaking of Las Vegas, you're going to call Bernard Urpacum. Yes. Yeah. You've got to call okay. it right Bernard, come on, Eileen, pick up that phone. Well, I'm riding a high off of that other uh, call. I tell you what, that was uh, that mystery has been sitting with me for weeks now. Well, she gave you all the information. She even gave you the specificities of like the tomatoes. Mm -hmm. I wish I would. I was I mean, I was kind of hoping for, uh, you know, I guess the truth is always a little more mundane than you want it to be. But I was hoping for some real. I'm impressed that you actually got her to 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 talk. The Southern hospitality. We should do more prank calls in the South. You you won't be able to get they'll they'll be you know you'll be trying to get off the line uh, mm-hmm. with them. Sure. <laughs> Everybody, double threat is the show, and you just heard it, and you're going to hear more of it next week. And thanks for listening and for supporting the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Double Threat Pod. And we'll be back next week. And if you've listened to this after Brett's friggin' selection Saturday, Hickam Tuesday, mm-hmm. or what? Okay, I, yeah. you know what? I'm not gonna say anything about it because I'm no. just I'm too confused, and I don't want to get myself into trouble no. saying the wrong thing. No. Maybe something wild happened on Selection Saturday, and we don't even know. And now we're you know this is this will become okay. a sort of artifact episode of like they didn't so know when I, they recorded it. So what it. should I say? Should I be like? And if you saw what happened on Saturday, you're not going to want to miss what's going to happen Wednesday. Yeah, How's yeah, that? Yeah, that's good. That's good. He okay. low key got irked when you don't say it's little Lord Watch Along or whatever it's Fine. called. Fine. It just if adds a sort of coherence on... to the whole thing. You know, there's a lot I understand. of actually the name I, of the show. I is just Lord needed. Watch along. Uh, I just needed a line reading. I'm good yeah. to go now. I know my. I know my mark. Hmm. Wire. Okay. Action. So if you saw what happened on Saturday for the Saturday selection for So sorry, Little Julie. Can we take Lord? that can we take that again? It's it's selection Saturday uh for Little Lord Watch. Uh, what along. do I do? I think you can get do- through this. Uh okay. do you want so, me to help or you got you got a solo? Yeah, like what I if I go like if I go like if I do um Pan's Labyrinth. If you that do means Pan's Labyrinth, help. that means okay. Help. Okay. So. Okay. So we do a thing here on the Patreon. I thought you'd get more than two letters. Okay, no, no, I, I got it. I got it. Okay, okay. the, okay, so and and mm-hmm. make that editable. And. You're not going to want to miss Little Lord Watch Along this Wednesday because if you saw what happened on Selection Saturday Mm -hmm. for Little Lord Watch Along, Mm -hmm. your mind is already in pieces. So. Watch Along Wednesday. Watch Along Wednesday. Tom. Watch along, watch along Wednesday is the when Brett actually does the thing. So, sa- selection Saturdays when he picks a Already movie. Already happened. 
But Watch Along Wednesday is the big day. That's the when big oh, one. you're not going to want to miss this. That's when he does the watch along and you watch along with him as he watches it. I'm currently shopping for used recliners. I'm going to get a big old lazy boy up Please in this. Be careful studio. with do not introduce bed bugs into That's the forever dog. Say. Forever office. dog is going to be forever bug after he yeah. gets. Please be careful. You don't want to get like um, poison oak. Yeah, don't 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 find a, a a lazy boy in the brambles. I'll give it a quick once over. If you find your don't chair be, in the brambles, I don't want to come in in this building. Don't. Please be careful with that, Brett. There's chairs you can sit in that don't yeah. need to recline that will suit your purposes. Yeah. Well, you know, there's uh, there's something there's a category in between used and new, which is uh, fell off the truck. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking at some fell off the so truck. You're looking uh, for some recliners. mob stuff. You want mob furniture? You want mob furniture, Brett? Just admit it. We'll get you mob okay. furniture. Yeah, go in. Come on, Brett. Come on in. Pick something out for your for uh, for Sandy. I want a on the plush floor. recliner that's selling at a discount because it may have a couple plush, of dents in the says. box. Yeah, a plush. He wants a plush model. Plush. He, he says. wants a plush. Yeah, a pl- uh, yeah. If it's got a little massage unit uh, as part of it, that would be fine as well. Um, just something to lull me into a nice. Don't do a massage if you're doing little Lord. Watch along. People don't want to see you being like. Yeah. <laughs> we can hear you. Are you gonna watch? What if it's a scene that has like a racy like love scene yeah. in it? Are oh, you gonna no. be embarrassed? I, will, I would I'll, be. I'll, I'll be a little embarrassed. I'll get a little. Red. I would be as red. I'd be as red as an apple. Yeah, I would be. I hope he doesn't pick something racy like American Pie, which has racy <laughs> scenes like where the one kid broadcasts a woman changing uh, to the entire internet. Remember that was the fun scene in American Pie. No, I don't remember that part. The, the whole internet movie is a crime. I don't Shannon know. Elizabeth is changing, and he broadcasts oh, it and her bare to breast. everybody. And that's supposed to just be like a fun scene. He'd be in jail now. Yeah, now it's like revenge porn. Jason yeah. Biggs in the big house. He'd be in the Biggs house, yes. But if you're watching something and a lady shows her bare bubbles... Yeah, oh boy. I would request that you look right into the camera and you go like this. <laughs> yeah, well, like a subtle oh, eyebrow raise. That's what I you got, suggest. I need, what I also suggest is I need some more Botox that I'm able to do that. Well, that <laughs> it's means, not okay. That means it's wearing off. It means it's time to make an appointment. Yeah. Now, Brett. Ah, uh, yes. I think when you see like a naked lady on the screen. Yeah. You go. Now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's good. Can you get a oh Brett, next time you're at Hollywood Toy Costume, can you get a clown horn? Go barker barker barker. That's perfect. That's good. Can I combine them two? I'll go wonka wonka and I'll go, Well, that's what I'm talking about. I think it's mm, either or. No, I think Well, the horn is more harpo, but don't you show your harpo because then you'll be kicked off of what are you doing this on Twitch? Yeah, probably probably will be on a uh, on a uh, secret Twitch page. Yeah, that I will uh, ask the Patreon subscribers to not reveal the location. He'll be doing it on his OnlyFans. Well, then he can do harpo then. Yeah. 
then you're going to need we're going to need a bigger speaking of tbd recliner. we're going to be another harbo's tbd boy well thank you for listening we'll be back next week yes enjoy brett's crazy thing Wednesday, this Wednesday. Obviously, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm, this Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, yes, the yes. 16th, Little uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time. You'll have instructions Obviously. on how to join it on the Patreon <laughs> for $10 tier members. Come on and I'm join me and watch crash. along. I am going to crash. Do you have one final welcome. thing I want to say. Do you have a theme song? I'm working on one, yes. What would you think about the song, uh, the uh, song, the who, who's the group that did uh, the, the Two Kings? Oh, Spin, oh, Spin Doctors? Doctors. Two, Spin Doctors, Two Princes. They also had their other song, Little Lord, oh. Little, 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 little Miss, Miss Can't, Can't Be Wrong. wrong. Yes, little, I love little, that. Little, 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 Lord, Lord Watch Along. along. Yeah, that's, that's better than what great. I was working on, Tom. Thank go. you very much. That's so good. What okay. were you working on? Uh, I don't want to say now. That's a much better idea. Tom wins again. I'll do oh, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. of silence. I was no furious way. when I heard about it. Oh, boy. Was it just happy birthday? It was him going, movies, it's me, I'm Brett, and I'm watching you. Come and watch along hey, with little Lord. Watch up. along. It doesn't really scan. I can't. Oh, you, you can't improve. You can't improve on perfection. That's exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure there's great royalties on Twitch. Yes. So I'm not worried. <clears throat> All right, everybody. All right, everybody. Bye, Thank bye. you. Goodbye. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.